Take Two is suing everyone. So apparently, Take Two is doing some weird stuff. Take Two have gone on a rampage with trade trademark disputes. They claim that they own the words Rockstar, Take Two, Bully, and all variants. In this article, like you can click on here and it shows all the trademarks that they're disputing. Like, like all these lawsuits, just pages and there's like five pages of them against like, there's, there's restaurants in here, you know? This says there's like an axe throwing company or something. You know that popular game, It Takes Two? Which isn't even spelt the same way as Take Two. They're getting sued too. It's almost like someone at Take Two has found that Google exists and they're like, Oh, we can search for words on the internet? Quickly, find everyone who uses our words. God damn. So Bully came out 15 years ago. And they think they own the word bully. That's pretty dumb. Like, surely they can't win these lawsuits, right? So, like, if you aren't seen as defending your trademark, apparently you, you lose it. Like, even if they don't succeed in these lawsuits, I guess that might bolster any future claims they have. Like, look at these lawsuits we did. We are clearly very protective of our trademark. And so, in more legitimate claims, they, they can show that they have an interest or something. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, you know? I've just heard that if you do nothing in regards to defending your trademark, then that can be used against you in future cases where it's like, well, this person hasn't done shit against this person or this person or this person or this person. So clearly they have no interest in uh, protecting their trademark. And so they, you, you can't do shit against us or something. I don't know. Rockstar's attempts to salvage the trilogy remaster. It'd be much better if companies were just willing to wait and release games when they're good. Like, the Definitive Edition has gotten patch after patch after patch since its release, fixing all these bugs. And this is only after a couple of weeks, and it's like, if you could have done this after a couple of weeks, why didn't you just wait a couple of weeks? Let me see if I can find one of them. Um, all these bugs. All these bugs. All these bugs. Like... They are somewhat padding it because, like, one bug can be fixed in one spot and be fixed in another spot at the same time. But, like, this is a lot of bugs for a AAA studio to release with one of their games. Especially a game that's really fucking old. It, it bothers me that there are people who've been working with the original trilogy for over a decade. Like, just tinkering with it, improving it, fixing bugs, patching it, it making content for it. And Rockstar talked to fucking none of these people. There are people who literally reverse engineered GTA 3 and GTA Vice City. So they looked at the game and then built their own code to do the same thing that the game is doing. And rather than talk to these people, pay them some money to work on these projects, they gave the projects to a mobile phone developer and sued the guys who knew the most about the game. It's just so dumb that I find it hard to believe that stupidity caused it. I, it's either malice or there must be some other reason, like a legal reason or maybe the guy who reverse engineering it, maybe he like fucked the CEO's wife or something. I don't know, like there must be some personal reason maybe. It's just so confusing. Money, it all comes down to money, but clearly the people who are the most passionate about the game would just be happy to work with Rockstar on the thing. You could have paid them fucking like crackers and they would have been like, Bro, we will totally help you with this. It's our passion. We love the games. Like, even just a phone call, like, so, like, 
we're, we're working on the, the Fantive Edition for the game. What were like the main bugs and glitches and stuff that you guys thought like we should really be looking at here? Like just, just some direction. They, they got nothing. Why? It's just so confusing. You still don't understand why Rockstar didn't do it, do it themselves? I mean, there's only so many people at Rockstar who can work on anything at any given time. And they likely just didn't consider it a high priority task. They're working on GTA 6 right now. My problem wasn't that they gave it to someone else. My problem was that they gave it to Grove Street Games, which has already failed to remaster the game multiple times. Grove Street Games has already released bad mobile phone ports and bad remasters of the previous games. When they saw what the outcome was with all of these bugs, and this isn't even all the bugs that exist in the game, Rockstar was like, yep, ship it. And the thing is, this is just like fixing bugs and increasing stability. It isn't remaking the game. It isn't going in a different direction to create something truly amazing. It's still gonna be the general style of what these remasters were, which is pretty poor. We were the testers, yeah, clearly. It could be the case though, that it might actually be Rockstar now making these fixes. Well, I guess the core of the trilogy is good as in the original games, but the remaster, that part, no matter how much you change the remastering parts of it, it's not gonna ever become significantly better than the original. There's only so far that they can improve the game considering that the remaster itself was shit, is what I'm trying to say. My recent failed attempt at socializing. What happened yesterday was got all dressed up, got an Uber to the city, took an hour, and then I went to this place. It was a small event. I expected like other creators to be there and stuff, but it was more like a bunch of industry people and whatnot. I recognized no one. I did my little thing where walk up to a stranger, talk to them about stuff, and it was an okay conversation, but not particularly stimulating or whatever. And I'm like, that's that's my, I'm done. Like I talk to, whenever I go to a place where I don't know anyone, I've, I've got one in me. Find random stranger or group of people, introduce myself, talk to them for a bit, and that's that. I'm done. Because I hate talking to strangers, but it's one of those things where, yeah, you can meet interesting people, you gotta put yourself out there a little bit, whatever. But this is why I don't like going to places where I don't know anyone, because when you know someone, you can meet people through that person, or like, if you don't hit it off with some random stranger you're talking to, you should go back to the people that you know. But yeah, I didn't have that. And it sucks, because I had a plus one to this event, but I had no one to take, because I don't fucking know anyone, you know? It was meant to be like food that they were gonna be giving me, but like they gave me like one quarter of like a subway thing. Like it wasn't an actual subway thing. It was just a, like a, a quarter of a roll. Like it was just meant to be like finger food stuff. And I was just like, well, this isn't particularly good. I left like after an hour because it was just terrible. Ended up going to the Star Casino and losing a couple of hundred bucks. But it was nice seeing how the star looks after all this time. I haven't gambled like a bajillion years. And playing it, I was like, this isn't as fun as I remember it being. Fun, but doesn't come close to the satisfaction I have from live streaming and making YouTube videos, you know? Not even close. And which was good to experience because now I don't feel the necessity to gamble again, you know? Why an Uber? Oh, because whenever I want to drink or potentially drink or might go somewhere or go out after an event or whatever, I'm just better I don't have my car. I mean, that's what drinking does. It makes you less able to... Uh, make correct choices or whatever, and uh, I wouldn't want to risk myself driving home or something. Or having to do with the hassle of getting my car if I got an Uber elsewhere.
My trip to Melbourne for a creator party. My managers came to me and they said, yo, we're going to be doing a Christmas party down in Melbourne. Do you want to go? And I'm like, ah, oh, but take time away from my content. I'd have to, you know, book hotels and flights and stuff. I don't know. And they're like, oh, well, you know, we'll book the hotel and flights for you. So you don't have to worry about that. And I was like, oh, well, if you're doing that bit of legwork, you know, I, I do want to see other creators and stuff and it's probably going to be fun. I don't do anything else. So fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll go down to Melbourne. So I took an Uber to the airport, got on the plane, flights like an hour, I landed in Melbourne. And so landing in Melbourne, it was me, uh, Pez, Emma, Charlotte, so people who work for my my managers basically. We were waiting for TGG to get off his plane. He lives in Queensland, which I have learned is not something that's, uh, everyone knows that, it's on his Twitter or something. And so when he arrives, it was a funny experience because it wasn't like I was meeting a stranger, even though I had never met him in person. It was just like, here's a guy who, maybe it's an acquaintance perhaps, but here's a guy I've talked to like heaps. It was just like seeing a dude that I already knew kind of thing, you know? I was a nice dude. So then I, we went to the hotel. There's only two significant things about the room that I stayed in. One, it had the greatest curtains I've ever seen. As a person who has these shitty blinds, that let in a bunch of light and no curtains. I envy that room so much. As in like, it can be midday and you close the the curtains and there is no light. Like you literally can't tell if it's night or day. And I want that if I ever move or make a house or whatever, or can be bothered trying to find people to install that here. I, I want that so much. The other thing of significance is the iron in that room was fucking awful. I hate ironing, but they had an iron where you can't even add water into it, so you can't use steam. It's just basically just a hot piece of metal that you move over your clothes. Fucking horrendous. Like, it was so bad that I'm telling you about the iron. I will compare every iron for the rest of time to that iron. So then I left the hotel, and then we went and got some food. TGG had to go get himself a COVID test because Queensland has harder restrictions than any other state right now for people coming outside the state. You have to have a negative COVID test even if you've been vaccinated. Apparently those tests are very unpleasant. I've never had one done. Put like two swabs through both your noses or whatever. Or both sides of your nose, I mean. Me moving between Victoria and uh, and New South Wales, I didn't have to get that test done. So I was like, yeah, because you just had to be vaxxed to get on the plane and stuff. Yeah, so he goes off. And so again, me, MF, Charlotte, Pez, we go to uh, an escape room. At the escape room, we meet, oh, I'm gonna probably forget some people. We met Fasfi, Loserfruit, Townie, Lisa. I think that's it, I don't think Marcus and other, but yeah, so I, th- I think that was the group. Yeah, so a bunch of other content creators and we went into the escape room and they said there wasn't gonna be jump scares, but of course there were jump scares. And our entire thing that we were doing was we had to find a way to find the vaccine for a zombie outbreak or whatever. And, you know, you had to figure out how to get through all the rooms. It was fun. I didn't really contribute all that much. It was it was a bunch of laughs and uh, it was great. Then went and got changed. Uh, I had to iron my clothes with a shitty iron. It was fucking terrible. And then I went to uh, Fortress, which is where we were meeting all the other content creators that my management team represents. So there was like 20 of us there. Creator was there. Hayden, his brother editor. I'm like, I'm like, name everyone, I'm going to forget some people's names. Marcus, who's Prestige Clips, or Loser Fruit's boyfriend, whichever you prefer, was there. He's a nice dude. I mean, everyone was nice. Like, so, as a summary of the night, I got to talk to a bunch of other content creators 
who and uh, it was very nice. I, I felt like I belonged somewhere for the first time in quite a long time. Like nothing went bad. It was just a general casual fun night. So I drunk bourbon as I always do. The only negative of the entire night was I got very tired because I had been, my sleeping pattern was bad and so I had to very quickly change it. And I only had like six hours sleep before I went to Melbourne. Of course, walking around Melbourne stuff tired me out. So I'm like guzzling energy drinks at like 9 p.m. to stay awake. And I end up uh, going back to my hotel at like 10.30 or something. It was a decent night anyway. So I was there for like five hours, you know. Yes, yeah, so I spent a lot of time talking to TGG, Marcus, all that jazz. Um, uh, Baza, maybe another person who you might know because he's a popular content creator. He is really fucking tall. Like, really tall. Like, 6'6 six, six or something. So me and TGG were walking back into the private room, which was in this direction. And he's like, oh man, I should take a picture of you or something you put on Twitter. You with sleeves or whatever. I'm sure they'll get a kick out of it. I'm like, all right, whatever. And so I went, ha. And uh, he took a picture and then I uh, posted it to Twitter. Look how creased my shirt is, chat. Gotta go in deep here. Look at these creases. The way that the shirt is ruffling a bit, it makes me look like I'm fat. I don't think it should have stuck out that much. I am carrying a few more kilos, but like, it makes me look a little bit fatter than I should be. I look tired as fuck. My hair's weird. Look all these creases in my shirt. I look awful. I know no one gives a fuck. That is like my strategy. My strategy for dealing with any social situation, any anxiety that I might be feeling. I think to myself, how often do I remember how wrinkly a person's shirt was? How often do I give a fuck? The answer is like never. I'm sure I've been in situations where I've been like, that person's shirt's a bit wrinkly. And that's about the amount of consideration given to it. And that amount of consideration probably would require a person's shirt to be like literally just wrinkles. And so why am I concerned about these minor details when, assuming people are even somewhat like me, they aren't going to give a fuck. Like who the fuck is going to be like, I'm not going to talk to you. Your shirt's wrinkled. You know? Whenever I start to convince myself that something is a big deal, I think to myself, if other people did this, or looked like this, or whatever, would I give a fuck? And usually the answer is no, and that makes me feel better. Just buy iron-free shirts. I didn't know those existed, and I haven't seen any of them in any of the stores that I've gone to. There was also a trivia competition. It was a gaming trivia, and we we did okay. I mean, we probably got like, and like 60% right or something, so we got nowhere close to being the best. Yeah, so I went back to my hotel, I slept, woke up in the morning, Walked and got myself some breakfast, then got back on my plane and flew back here, basically. And that was the, the entire experience, basically. I was there for a day, got to meet some nice people, and it tired me out to an extraordinary degree. Did I enjoy it? Yeah, it was highlight of uh, last couple of years. It was a relatively small thing in the grand scheme of things, but it was just something I don't normally get to do, which is meet people who do a similar thing to myself, you know, nice people, mutual respect kind of stuff. Uh, I don't get to see people in general very often at all. Did it feel good to take a break? I mean, I was less interested in the break aspect and more in what I did. As in, like, had I just taken two days off, it wouldn't have been as enjoyable. I, I, like, I, I didn't go because I wanted a break. I went because I wanted to uh, meet other content creators and stuff. Did I get any chicks? While there were some attractive content creators there, I would never put myself in a situation where I could potentially cause awkwardness in a group of relative strangers. It's not something I do in general, 
But uh, nothing worse than a coworker hitting on me. Hey, hey, I, I would have been very flattered <laughs> if anyone there had decided they wanted to hit on me. I'm not going to make such moves and potentially cause awkwardness. I'm more interested in um, chilling than anything else, you know. Will I go to some international events? Do I think I'm going to TwitchCon? Conversations did occur that night talking about other events like Gamescom, E3 and all that jazz. And um, because these guys are like Creator and Loserfruit or whatever have been around for eons. Um, they've been to all these parties before and they're like, oh yeah, it's great fun. And uh, so potentially, uh, especially now that I have people to go with, or these people that I would know there, could see myself going to other events. But it is hugely taxing. Like I'm still recovering and it's like the next day. And even an hour flight is a huge, it's a huge undertaking, you know, it's very taxing and tiring. And it only took an hour and I'm like, man, I went off this fucking plane. It's hard to imagine doing a eight hour flight than another eight hour flight, you know. Is there snow in Australia? Does it even snow in Australia? Yeah, it does. Not very much. And of course, within the last couple of decades, even less. So this is the true size of. So you can see the actual size of different places. And the place I'm interested in is Australia. So someone in chat asked, does Australia get snow? Australia is like very big. It is like as big as the United States. And it spans like a significant portion of the globe. So like this part up here is very close to the equator. But this part down here is very far away from the equator. Like the further you go up, the less likely you're going to have snow compared to down here. When I was a kid, I traveled from where I am, which gets no snow, to like Canberra down here, which does get some snow. But even when I went, they had to make man-made snow because of how little snow was falling. And Canberra has even less snow now. But you can see it on top of mountains and stuff. But I imagine, you know, if you go all the way to Tasmania or something, they probably have more frequent snow. A small problem I had with ants. Should I um tell stories before we begin, or do you guys not give a shit about that kind of stuff? Oh, what, what do I care? I, I'll, I'll do whatever I want. Look at all my hungry jacks there. Probably should move that before I began. Stupid first story, okay? It's so dumb. Okay, so I was scrolling through Twitch, and I saw Smallant was live, and so I clicked this stream, and I looked at his webcam, and I'm like, holy shit. His facial hair is like the facial hair that, like when I was a kid, shows would give like parallel dimension versions of the main character to signify that that character is evil. Doesn't it look that way? I even got him a specific picture where he's like, <laughs> you know? I'm not saying it looks bad. I just, I just find it funny that that's, that's the facial hair that they used to use. So, so they could distinguish between the character and their copy, right? And so it's like, this is Smallest villain arc kind of thing, right? So I post this on Twitter, and I'm like, is this mean? I full sat there for like, I don't know, like, must, must be like 15 minutes after I posted it. And even then like 15 minutes after that while I was doing other stuff, thing, am, am I an asshole for saying that? Is it, does this go beyond the bounds of what a person should say about someone they don't really know? It's obviously not cruel or meant that way, but would Smallant take it that way? And I was having like a full, like, I don't say mental breakdown, but like, I end up deleting it after like half an hour. So I hope he never saw it. And it just, it just felt like a weird thing to worry about. Like he's probably, he's not going to give a shit. No one's going to give a shit. But uh, yeah, I just don't like the idea of um, making people unhappy. Even the small possibility that he would look at my commentary there and be like, 
Oh man, but I like my facial hair. Well, now I'm sad. I was <laughs> like, I don't want to deal with that shit. I, I want that on my conscience, you know? It's just banter? Yeah, but like banter between people who know each other well and banter between me and some guy I've talked to like four times or something is, is very different, you know? Did I say small ants again? Small ants. Small ants. Ants. Your blood type affecting your personality. I should take all my drugs and stuff. Didn't take them today because uh, I went to get a blood test. What is my blood type? What are you, Japanese? It's weird, right? That like every culture has their weird oddities, like their supernatural stuff and their um, alternate medicine stuff. You can just go dive down deep into like these beliefs that you would expect to be something from a movie, but like some culture actually believes them or believed them in the past. And like your blood influencing your personality is a weird one from Japan. Like not all Japanese believe it, of course, but it's like half the population or something. Like it's uh, it's why when you look at anime, it uh, it'll detail like the blood type of the character. Like obviously there's no science that supports it, but there's a person or two who has made a lot of money making such claims. It's also a bit of that whole self-fulfilling prophecy thing. If you learn your blood type and they tell you, well, these people with that blood type act this way, and it influences you how you act, you know? And of course, confirmation bias is a thing if you believe that a person's blood type influences their personality and they tell you their blood type, then you'll be motivated moving forward to interpret that person as conforming to your already pre-existent beliefs. Like everyone knows that Pisces are sassy barkers, chat, and that's why I'm a sassy barker, because I'm a Pisces. <laughs> why Rainbow Miser was delayed for YouTube. So many of you may have noticed that Randomizer, the Rainbowmizer, hasn't come out on YouTube in like two weeks. The reason for this is I've been jerked around by a sponsor who I won't name. When I started doing sponsorships through my management team, it was with the expectation that it wouldn't really take away from my content and my upload schedule, and 99% of the time that has been the case. But with this one exception, they said that what they wanted for me, I'm like, alright, yeah, I can do that. It was a bit of a pain in the ass, but I did it. I send off to them and they come back and go, I want this change. I'm like, what a weird request. Okay, fine. And understand, every single communication took like multiple days, which is weird. And then I did the thing that they requested that they didn't specify in the beginning. I gave it to them and they came back and said, now nah, we want you to do something else now. And I'm just like, this is the first time this has happened where they've wanted multiple changes and these changes on the basis of like things they never asked for to begin with. Like, if, if I was the one talking to them directly and not my managers or whatever, I would have told them to fuck themselves. I would have legitimately just write, wrote an email, go fuck yourself. And that's why I, I, I told my managers to tell them polite, tell them politely to go fuck themselves. Because it, it is it has now reached that point where it's uh, jeopardized the releasing of my content. And uh, that annoys me, you know? So hopefully this won't happen again, but fuck does that piss me off. Because the money doesn't matter, except that one day, maybe the money will matter. I do these sponsorships now, not because I need them, because in the future I might need them. Uh, and I might regret not being able to have done- uh, not, I might regret not having done them. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel, it costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.